Welcome to the Author's Way podcast, a journey to finding your voice. I believe that our stories are powerful, our experience have helped to teach us important lessons, and our stories help us to use those lessons to teach others. Stay tuned to hear some great stories and learn how you can use your own stories to raise your professional profile, promote your brand, and become a published author. Hey there, welcome to the Author's Way podcast, the journey to finding your voice. My name is Jennifer Wright. I am your podcast host. So today's podcast is going to be very interesting. We're talking to Anita Prendergast. She is the Good Mom Coach and the founder of Village Academy for Families. She is a mom coach, a parenting coach. She helps new parents, parents who've been around a while to help find ways to become better parents, more efficient parents, find ways to help get rid of stress. And she recently published her very first book. So we're going to be talking about first books today. We're going to be talking about with her how she came to write her book, a little bit about the process of writing her book and how she's marketing it and getting it into the hands of our audience. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great conversation. Before we get into that, though, I just want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by ExecuRite. At ExecuRite, our superpower is turning business owners and executives into published authors. We work with professionals. We help them to get their words out into the world. We help them to raise their visibility, their credibility, and help them to use that information to help build their businesses, or in the case of executives, help them grow their careers. So if you have a book in your head, in your heart, in your soul, and you haven't quite figured out how to get it started or haven't quite figured out how to get it finished, head over to our website. That's execurite.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Take a look at our program, a strategy session with us. Would love to hear your story. Would love to hear what you have going on and see what we can do to help. Again, that's execurite.com. Hi, Anita. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jennifer. So nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited you could join us. So you're the good mom coach. Yes. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So it depends on who you ask. If you ask my kids, you might say yes. You might get a yes. But if you ask my husband, you know, he might have to, you know, you may have to ask him a couple of times before <laughs> he can agree to the good mom part of it. But, you know, all moms are good moms, right? We're just doing the best that we can. And um, this is something that I want to promote to all moms that, uh, you know, kind of struggle with, am I being a, a good mom? Because sometimes we all struggle with that question, you know. Does this right. make me a good mom? So, you know, I'm the good mom coach and I just help really women nav- navigate through all of that. Nice, nice. It's something that I imagine I'm not a mom myself. I've been around a lot of moms though. So I've lived vicariously through a lot of moms. I imagine though that that it is something that's very needed. I know moms right now, especially can be under a lot of stress. Exactly. Yes. Moms, we put ourselves sometimes under undue stress. And, you know, let me just say, just the fact that you don't have any children does not mean that you're not a mom. You gave birth to a book, I'm sure. You gave birth to a business. 
you're probably like a mom to someone, some nieces and nephews or something like that. So, you know, it's really about being a woman and really honoring that, honoring the expectations of what it means to be a, a woman and to be part of the family. Nice. I love that. I love that. So you recently launched your book called Confessions of the Good Mom, Five Truths I Told That Are Actually Lies. You want to tell us a little bit about your book? Absolutely. That came from, like I said, we put so much pressure on ourselves and um, depending on who you ask, you know, they may say, oh yeah, she's great. And then, you know, that one moment where you like feeding ice cream to your two-year-old at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning for breakfast, you're like questioning, <laughs> am I really a good mom? And so these are just things that I came up with where during my business as a massage therapist, I would talk to women as a, when I would massage for prenatal care and I would just talk to them and, you know, the same questions would come up. Like, you know, they're scared. They're wondering if they're going to be a good mom, you know, issues about how they were raised, whether they want to continue to in that fashion with their children or if they want to make a total change. So just, you know, some confessions that I have, when people look in from the outside, they look at me and they say, oh, you're so, you know, you're perfect. You're just wonderful mom. And I'm thinking to myself, if only they knew. (laughs) (laughs) So I came up with just five things that, you know, if only they knew. And um, just say, you know, things that we tell ourselves that are true, that are not really true, such as I can do it all by myself or I'm perfect right. all the time, those kind of things. I don't know. I, I'm not sure I would object to ice cream for breakfast. I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, maybe. <laughs> every once in a while, right? <laughs> and what I love about the book is that it's not only just about me and these confessions. These are things that other moms have gone through. Like I said, I've talked to plenty of moms and some of the things are the same. You'd be surprised how similar things are from woman to woman. And so not only are there stories in there, but then there are tools or strategies to overcome those when we start to doubt ourselves as as parents, as women. So there are real strategies in there too that you can use. I love that when when you have a book, I love stories. So I I love having, you know, hearing other people's stories, but I love it also when you include, you know, the strategies and the tools because it, it really makes it a more of a whole piece so so you could really learn from it and then go take action exactly take mm-hmm. action definitely so part of the book is how to live authentically you know using self-care for busy moms and that's just the thing that i want moms to listen to this to read this book and actually have an action plan on how to move forward so the way that i came about writing a book is that i do have a coaching program And I just thought, okay, wouldn't it be nice if there is just something that I can start everyone off with, where it's just a base thing that, you know, like I said, I get the same question. So I can give this thing away, which has become a book that you can read through it and you can have these strategies. And then if you need help implementing them, or if you don't understand then I'm there to kind of guide you through that. So that's what's really the catalyst of why I even wrote the book in the first place. Nice. I love it. I love it. It's really something that can help people to become, you know, better moms. Yeah. 
Good moms. <laughs> Good moms. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me about the book writing process. So a lot of people in our audience, they're, they're also book writers or they're wanting to start a book. So what did you find the most enjoyable piece of writing your book? Enjoyable piece. The most enjoyable piece, honestly, was the feeling that I got when it was over. <laughs> nice. Because what it is, it, it's sort of like this confidence, this like you've accomplished something. And um, for me, it was, I was able to dedicate it to my, to the women, to the wonderful women in my life, my mom, my sister, my auntie, so kind of to honor them in that way. It was so fulfilling. Yeah. So that's, it, you know, there were nice things along the way, but really that finished product is when I was like, oh my gosh, this is mm-hmm. amazing. I want to do it again and again and again. <laughs> Nice, nice. I love that you're saying that. So do you have another book in you, you think? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I I see this really as a series because there are things that I'm, you know, I'm going through now. You know, there's just five confessions. So, you know, of course, we have a lot more that I have a lot more that I can talk about. And even with the children, you know, there's some things that I'm still going through now that I haven't come out of it yet. So, you know, I can definitely see that as another confessions book, you know, confessions of the stepmom, the good stepmom, confessions of the whatever it is. I like that. I like, I like the theme and, you know, I think you could, I think you could do a lot with that. I think so too. Like I said, that was one of the things after it's done, you're in the nitty gritty of it. Before it's done, you're in the nitty gritty. And then afterwards, you're so, it's such a confident, you know, a sense of accomplishment. And then you think, well, you know what? Now I can do this. And now I can do that. I just see so many other possibilities opening. And let me just say, when I first started the book, it was supposed to be an ebook, 10 simple steps to blah, blah, blah. And then my writing coach, my book coach said, Anita, you just a few more chapters and you have a full book. <laughs> right. So I just pushed through that and really brought in things that I do with my coaching, with things that I've written for other blogs and you know, I do Facebook Live, so things that people have, you know, the lives that people seem to really engage with and really just put that on paper and push through and, you know, did a few more chapters. And um, yeah, it's a full-fledged book, self-help book. You know, one of the things that I found a lot of people discover with their first book is you're, and it's really the same as the first time you do anything. So you're learning the process and you're putting systems in place. Once you learn the process, then now you know it. So the next book will be a ton easier. Yes, absolutely. I definitely see where I made things much harder than they had to be and where I can improve on some things. You know, the first book, you know, is is the baby. It's not perfect. You know, I look at it Mm -hmm. like, oh, I should have done that or I should have said it this way. And that's another thing. I know this your podcast is to help other writers. You know, you do want to put a night, a good product out there, but just know that it may not be the best thing that you've ever written. It's just like, you know, having a first, doing something for the first time, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful and beneficial, but you're always going to look back and say, I could have done something different. That's why there's second and third editions. Of books, exactly. Right? <laughs> Yes. And that's one of the things I, I try to get across to people as well. And now we don't want it to be bad, but it doesn't have to be perfect. 
and exactly what you were saying, you can publish a second edition. You can, you can go in and make revisions. And I have even found that some writers, once they they put out their first book, then maybe they have a program, maybe they have something they're teaching, maybe they have, maybe they're they're a coach. They discover as they continue through their program, they're learning more as they're teaching to their clients, more content comes up. So you can always go in and either write a second book or go in and make revisions to the first one and publish that second edition or that third edition and make it even better after a little bit of time has passed and you've had, you've had a chance to, you know, to really practice it and you meet more people, you do more things, and then you, you create more content. And to give feedback. Back. Like I've gotten yes. feedback and I said, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't yep. you know, think that that would be the thing that people would latch onto. So, you know, get the feedback and develop that aspect of the book a little better. So, right, yeah. right. And that's one of the things I love about the self-publishing options is you can, you know, you can continue to work on it. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So what did you find the most challenging about your, about writing a book? The most challenging was actually to get started, <laughs> you know, just getting started and really finding the time and just really what to, what to write about. You know, you have that fear of, will anyone read this? Is anyone interested? And I'm um, just getting over that part of it was the most challenging to me. And it took a lot of inner work, you know, it took a lot of work on your self-esteem, your confidence. And, you know, just getting, getting your word out there. So that to me was the hardest part, just thinking, will anyone read the book and should I even do it? And the way so that what, I, okay, the way I that was that just I, what I was going to ask. Yeah. The way that I overcame that is because I really believe in what I have to say. I really believe that moms need this. And I've read and gone through other books and programs and which were great. And I've always felt like there was something missing, especially in the book part of it. As we discussed, sometimes they say, okay, this is the problem, but I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? And so, you know, sometimes there's just a little piece that's missing that I felt like, okay, well, this is what I would like to share that I think would be very, very beneficial to women. That's, that's great. You know, it's confidence is one of the things that a lot of us struggle with. And once we can, if, you know, if you have confidence in what you're good in, then it's just a matter of sharing that, you know, just sharing that information with the world. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing, the confidence, like I said, I could, I could have held all of this in, but really is, you know, doing one step at a time, one thing at a time. So, you know, I do the Facebook lives and I get feedback. I do it a networking event and, and you know, just, hearing what people are responding to and being able to say, okay, well, this is my unique, you know, the thing that I do uniquely that no one else is doing. And just having that inner ability to say, okay, I'm going to put myself out there because it's scary, right? I, I was scared right. when I published, even though, you know, I was happy to dedicate it to my mom, but I was, I was like, oh my gosh, are they just going to throw it in the trash? And so... <laughs> And so when I get people say, oh, no, it's really good. You know, your strategies and some really good strategies there. Then, you know, that just makes me more proud and, and more confident. And, you know, so, yeah, just just that aspect of it is really. 
So would you mind sharing a little bit about what you're doing now that you've got the book done and it's launched? What has it been a little bit more than a month since you or maybe it's, around two months? About two months now. Okay. How are you doing with distribution? How are you marketing it? How are you, how are you getting it out to people? So I am marketing it through really live events, through networking, even social media is good as well. But I'm just getting out there, talking to people, talking about it. And it did hit Amazon top, top 100. It was on, it made it awesome. up to 25. It made it up to 25 on Amazon. So I was really excited about that. And nice. then actually I listened to something that you said in one of your podcasts about how to really use the book. And I kind of backtracked off of focusing on sales too much because the message is really what I want to get out there. And I'm just really, you know, so now it's in one of my local banks. The bank has a little awesome. library. So through networking, said I want to carry your book in my, in my bank. Mm -hmm. So now it's at a bank. I'm working with some nonprofit organizations that help homeless women. And so just those things, partnering with people in the community to really get the book out there, which I want people to buy the book, of course, but the main thing is the message and to really help people into the coaching program if they need it. That is such a great idea. And that's one of the things that I try to help a lot of business owners to see that a book can be such a great marketing tool. And the, you know, that's one of the reasons I encourage people that, you know, the biggest ROI for your, your return on investment for your book may not necessarily be book sales. You know, it can be getting people just that visibility, that building that credibility and getting people into your programs. So I love what you're hearing. I love the fact that the bank is is open yeah. to having it. That's that's kind of a unique that's opportunity. Awesome. That's awesome. And I was just thinking I forgot to get a picture of it. So actually I need to um, I need to contact them and see if I can get a picture of it in their lobby with the bank manager and put it on social media. That's one thing that I have to really consciously remember to just always get the, you know, fiscal proof. Right. <laughs> right. There so that I can push that out. Yeah. And that's such a great tip to other people, you know, maybe finding those businesses like that. Not as we always think about bookstores. Or, you know, the places that sort of normally have books, but, you know, maybe there are other businesses that cater to the same types of people that you're looking for that would be willing. And, you know, you never know until you ask. You never know until you ask. And like what I said, how it is Confessions of the Good Mom, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's your children that are your baby. It could be your business that's your baby. Yeah. So that's kind of... The out that I took with him that if you see the woman who's opening a business account or, you know, I gave him some things to to look for and to kind of into introduce a book to them. And, you know, it's some, some anything you have to think out the box. Like I said, it's not always the bookstore or, you know, the mom's books or something like that, which also yeah. beneficial too, but it doesn't always have to be. Right. right. There's lots of opportunities, lots and lots of opportunities. And you never know until, you know, until you just try. So yeah. I love that. I love that as a tip. So tell us what else you're working on. What, what else have you got going on? So as I mentioned, I am doing the coaching program, the Good Mom Coaching Program. You can find that on goodmom.org. And um, it's really to help women navigate 
the, the work-life balance, basically. And when you throw kids in there and spouse and that kind of thing, it can get overwhelming. So my background is that I was actually the good mom in finger quotes. And, you know, I, that was like my natural thing to do. I worked with in preschools, you know, so I was good with kids. It wasn't until I started my own business that the overwhelm came and to the point where I literally quit being a mom. I was cooking, you know, birthdays. I wasn't doing the birthday celebrations and cake. And I, I really felt like all of my energy was going to the new baby, which was the business. You know, the relationship with my husband was falling apart and my, I mean, everything was literally just falling apart. And then luckily through networking, I met some wonderful people and I got coaching myself, mom coaching, which I didn't know existed, but it does. And I say, you know what? Other moms need this too. And this is something that I had been doing anyway from my massage business, working with prenatal moms. So I just put it all in a program. And yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I, I wrote the book and started the program and that's. That's what's going on. I love it. So for the audience, we're going to have all of the content, how to reach out to Anita. If you'd like to learn more about her program, we'll have the link in there to get her book. So just check out the show notes and, you know, we'll have all the information there so you can get to Anita, get to her book if you'd like. So I want to thank you for, for coming on with me today. This has been great. I love the information you shared. I love what you're doing. I think it's needed. I know lots of moms are experiencing lots of stress right now, and it's just very needed. So, so good for you for helping with this. And I love your passion around it yeah. as well. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so before we go, though, I like to find out what other people are reading or have read. So any books, book or books that have been really inspiring to you? I tell you, there are two books that are totally inspiring to me that I've read that actually I modeled my own book after. One is The One Thing by Gary Keller. And he just focuses on you know, just getting started with that one thing, basically putting one step in front of the other. So a lot of my strategies deal with that, just doing focus on that one thing. And also the success principles by Jack Hand. And that was really one book that like I still read, you know, over and over again because there's so many strategies. And that's kind of how I felt like it's it's one thing just to read about oh a method, but to actually have the step by step strategies to take, you know, that's that's what I felt was valuable with that book and what I hope people would feel valuable in my book. Awesome. I'm not familiar with Keller, but I do know Jack Canfield. He's a great author. He's a great business leader, yeah. motivation, motivator. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll have to check. I'll have to check both of that. I haven't read that Jack Canfield book. I'll have to check both of those out. You'll be addicted. <laughs> nice. It's something that nice. you come back to over and over again. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I love books like that. Yeah. Well, and thank you so much. Oh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. And as far as for pleasure reading, I really like history stuff. Anything that, oh. even if it's not, you know, his, if it's based on history, like, you know, when you're, when I was a teenager and, you know, reading the Judy Bloom books. So I loved it because I'm from New York. And so she made a lot of New York references. And so I was like, oh, I know where that is. 
So anything that has like historical backdrop or, you know, that I can learn from, I love those type of books. Nice, nice. I was such a huge fan of Judy Bloom when I was a kid. <laughs> I read almost everything I could, could get my hands on and I loved the, she was probably one of my favorites. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I so appreciate it. And I know the audience will appreciate it. You had lots of insight and some some nice tools and tips and I love it. So, so I just appreciate you coming and joining us and giving us your time and your expertise. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Jennifer. I appreciate you for inviting me over. Oh, yeah, anytime. And I look forward to the next time we get to to we've got to see each other a couple times in person so maybe maybe we'll run into each other right? again soon yeah, yeah you're right, right right i can't wait you know you know yeah. more, so definitely yes <laughs> yes it's nice so well thank you so much enjoy your we've got the holiday weekend coming up enjoy your enjoy your weekend and for the audience thank you for joining us so glad you could you could be here and this has been the author's way Thank you for listening to the Author's Way podcast. I'd love to hear from you about any future topics you'd like me to cover or other authors you would like to hear from. Head over to my Facebook page, The Author's Way, like that page, and join a community of writers, authors, and fans. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.